What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. It is just the two of us today. I think it's episode 71. Mm -hmm. We are finally past the trade deadline. All the major, major changes are behind us. We've now seen two games with the new team, really just one game, this recent win against the Lakers, with the full new players in, Thibel playing, Redditch playing, even Kevin Knox got a little bit of minutes in garbage time at the end of last night. I've yet to hear Cody's opinions on the trade deadline, so we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about this Gary Payton situation. I know it's past us, but we have some thoughts. I was really close to making a video on it, but I was just like, he doesn't even deserve my time. Wow. Uh, I just, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And then we'll talk about, talk about the games, talk about everything else, and in between, we're currently recording this probably 20 minutes before tip-off of the Wizards game. You guys are obviously seeing this after that game is over, so hopefully we get that win to go into the All-Star break mm -hmm. at 500. So just know that game has not been played as we are recording. So, yep. yeah. Yep, a um, lot to talk about. Um, it's been a really busy week for me, but happy to be back and talk about some Blazers. Um, unfortunately, my busy week had to come during the trade deadline talk because so much has happened, so much to talk about. Um, I guess I'll just start with my initial reactions off the trade yeah, deadline because um, some positives and some negatives, I would say. I don't think – I think the Josh Hart trade was solid just because of, you know, the contract extension and all that and all that jazz. But um, we were probably going to lose him anyway because of the player contract or whatever it's called. So I think that was a smart trade at the end of the day. I love Josh Hart. I have nothing but great things to say about him. I like what he brought to our team. I like the – Defense. I just like his mentality, and you saw in the Knicks press conference after the, his first game with the Knicks, he said how great the Blazers organization was and everything. So no, that would, that made me like I'm rooting for him so hard in New York. Yeah, and you oh, know yeah, he had 20, sure. he had 27 last night. I know oh, what a Which great is, de debut. It's tough to see, but I'm also happy it's, for him. It's a little tough because we were complaining about his shooting here and there, but anyway, nothing but good things to say about Josh Hart, and I think what we got in return was was solid. You know, people are going to say, oh, it's a bad trade. The Blazers got fleeced. But, like, look at the C.J. McCollum trade, what turned into, I guess, Jeremy Grant. I get, like, we're just getting pieces, getting picks. Mm. And we need to get that, you know, so-called, hopefully big player. Probably by summertime, unfortunately, our window of winning the championship will probably, or by probably, I mean, most definitely not be this year. But, yeah, and then the Gary Payton trade. So, you know, everyone is sad or like mad about that because Gary Payton was like, you know, okay, well, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about that trade. Yes, it's kind of bad because Gary Payton was a great defensive player and we thought, but just it, the way it happened, like I almost wanted him to leave because he showed that he does not care for Portland. He doesn't want to play for Portland. He doesn't want to be in our city. And I don't want a player on our team that doesn't want to be here. If you're not going to try, if you're not going to show up, to work because he could have played. I don't. We could argue about his injury here and there, but look, I'm just gonna throw it out there. We have a single. We we know. We just we hear things. We're not as much as like we are just normal fans, and at the end of the day, we are. We we know things. We're not gonna say how we know them, but you gotta trust us, and we know them. Gary Payton, and it's public knowledge too. He was cleared for weeks before yeah. he returned. We never forced him to play. We never did anything out of the ordinary that a medical staff wouldn't do. It was all Gary. Gary just didn't feel like he wanted to, was ready to play, wanted to play. Who even knows? Now that we got Matisse Thibel, 
I, I, I'm glad to wipe our hands and say that you want to know how I'm looking at it. Looking what if at? what what if we didn't even sign Gary Payton? Uh, I'm looking at it as if we never signed Gary Payton and the Warriors just gifted us five free second round picks. You could look at it that way. I mean, but at the end of the day, Gary got his money. Gary is the he's, he the, de- he's the devil at the end of the day. He he got what he wanted. Okay, question, he's, question, question. No, uh, obviously, no. we can both say this. Gary just, Payton is a very yeah. likable player prior to coming to Portland. Like I was expecting great vibes with him, and I was expect I was really happy when we signed him. Would you say you were yeah, the same? Me too. Me too. Me too. Has your opinion changed? Like yes, a lot, or are you, are you still like yes? I was all. It's, it's I was hard. already skeptical. I was already skeptical when he publicly said, "Like the reason I'm coming to Portland is, well, my contract's higher, so I got to take this money." So that was an yeah. initial just oof yeah. moment. But yeah. what really, yeah, amped my um, perspective on him in a negative way is just as time went on, him constantly not playing, and I'm like, okay, this is like no way was cleared. Yeah, like we're not a tanking team this year. We're we're trying to win. We got you for one reason to play some defense. So play some games, bro. We're going. We start the season hot, then we start losing. Then we hit five hundred record. Then we go under five hundred and are falling below the play in line and he's still not back. It's just really, really frustrating because like I said, yes, we're fans of the end of the day, but we do know some things. And you gotta trust us. You don't have to trust us. You don't have to trust us, but we know from sources that he was cleared to play and if you don't believe us like i said and i think everyone everyone at the end of the day probably knows that but like that's very true none of the things that are the warriors are trying to push out there are are true he yeah okay so what i'll say is yes the five what we get five second round picks Mm -hmm. that sounds weak at the end of the day but at the end of the day like he didn't want to be here so i'm kind of happy and in that regard. another reason why i'm fine with it is we literally traded for his replacement an hour before that and matisse thibel another guy that is going to come in and play elite defense he is not as savvy offensively even though he did go four for six from three which we'll talk about against the lakers last night mm-hmm. but he is he actually has gary payton i don't think has ever made an all nba team as one of the 10 best defenders in the league he's made an all nba mm-hmm. team he's in the 100th percentile in steal percentage 100th percentile in block percentage and we saw that last night he had three blocks including i don't know if you saw it the one block where he absolutely flew and blocked the three-pointer into like the 10th row like yeah this guy and the best part about him he is one of the most likable guys i've ever seen I've ever rooted for. I already liked him prior to coming because he made, I don't know if you saw, he oh, made some great vlogs. vlogs. The vlogs yeah, and the, the vlogs. Amazing vlogs. And I, I love them. And I was like, I was, I honestly ended up starting rooting for the Sixers a little bit because I was like, I like Matisse Thibel. He's now in Portland. He went yep. to high school in Washington, went to college in Washington. And I don't know if you saw his press conference, but he's like, yeah, I, I used to come down to Portland all the time for weekend trips. I've seen all the waterfalls, and I just I I love it here. I love being wanted. I can't wait to get Nurk and Jeremy out there because I think, you know, I can bring some good defensive culture shifts and in, into this team and just yep. everything about him is just like it's one game, but he brings good vibes. Unlike yeah, Gary, who vibes has especially vibes. polar opposite compared to Gary Payton. Gary Payton just you know wanted to. Last thing about Gary Payton, just to wrap it up, my some thoughts about him um gary you probably wouldn't be in the league if your dad wasn't in the nba maybe i'm a little salty at the moment but but i'm gonna say it you're really annoying you pissed me off right now so yeah you you've pissed me off i really liked you prior to this i i really did i'm gonna leave it at that you're in the g league you probably wouldn't 
like, sure, you prove yourself once you actually made it to the NBA and you're a great player. Now I'm not deny it, but yeah. you probably wouldn't leave. You wouldn't be in the league if your Look, dad wasn't in the league. You know it. So. If you if you didn't want to come to Portland, that's don't my middle time. Don't waste that's, our time. Yeah, that's that's my middle finger to you. So back to Matisse. Yes, like I said, great, great vibes about him. Um, yeah, and, and, and you, yeah, you can like, go ahead. Yeah. When you just when you say like you know that like. He's basically saying he in the press room is he a vision that our team can actually be a solid defensive team. And when you say that, it's like even if it's not true, it just makes the vibe so much better. And and I and think just saying that your debut game is so good. This is something and like talk when it comes to vibes, like that was it wasn't the game of the year. We could argue the other game we'll talk about, the Warriors game possibly could have been the game of the year, the Grizzlies game back a couple weeks ago. But this game against the Lakers last night, obviously it helps that you hit. 23 threes i don't know if that was nearing a franchise record but that was one of the best like so-called vibes games there was all year like everyone was happy everyone was making shots energy defensively and i think that's something we said a lot prior to this trade deadline is we may not go out and make the big move but you have to just make a couple moves no matter how big just to get some new energy into the building Everyone was clowning the Matisse trade, saying, why are we trading for Matisse? He can't shoot the ball. He's another guard, even though he's a long guard. He He's he's a guard. We need bigs. And everyone was like, mm-hmm. why are we trading Josh for Cam Reddish? He's not going to help us this year. And as much as I like Josh, and as much as, like, obviously Cam Reddish is not a better player than him right now, just the new vibes in this team. Again, I know it's been one game. It's been one How game. How tall is he? How tall is he? Who? Matisse. Matisse is, I think, six five, but he's got one of the longest wingspans and like as a guard yeah. for the NBA. And then Reddish is a true six eight, so like he's mm-hmm. and he looks big on the court too. So again, it's a one game, so I don't want to overreact. But that was a very fun fun game last night. That I'm I'm not gonna. I I tend to overreact to the good more than overreact to the bad. Mm-hmm. I think that's just me naturally being a more optimistic fan than being a negative fan because there's no there's no fun in being a negative fan because obviously and let's go ahead and talk about it too we lose that Thunder game yeah that was that a was... really that was a really frustrating loss because we were up ten with like ten minutes left in the fourth and then we ended up losing by what like ten or fifteen because they went on a mass massive run Shea had forty four and not a Shea single point came from the behind the three point line I mean it was just opposite games compared to the Laker game. In the Laker game, we hit the most threes in franchise history in a half, in the first half. And then in the Thunder game, we absolutely just can't make a shot for our lives. Simon goes one for eight from three and gets absolutely cooked, and that's just game. So. Yeah, Shea, Shea, was, Shea was toying. He was absolutely toying with us. and yep. But that was an example. That's a game where you really wish you had Matisse Thibel. You could have thrown Matisse Thibel out there and probably slowed him down a little bit. And at the end of the day, that probably would have been a huge difference in the game. Are we 0-3 against the Thunder? We are. We can't beat this team. Is that the and final game of the season for them? I assume we'll play one more, or at least one more given we're like in their division. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're um, right. Yeah, for sure. That was Cam Reddish's debut. And in that game, he had 11 points, two assists, two rebounds, two threes. And... Obviously, you can just see it by watching him. He is not in shape. He is Nurk level at the beginning of the season, not in shape because he was on the Knicks' bench and not pl- he wasn't playing any games since like the be- end of November. So that mm-hmm. man is huffing and puffing after like seven possessions. But again, he's super raw. I do remember him in college. I appreciate. I, I like his game. 
I think he can grow. Again, we call Damian Lillard the best leader in sports. And mm-hmm. if he's the best leader in sports, trust him to try to get the best out of Cam Reddish. That's where I'm standing on this trade. So, yep. That was a Thunder get, game. Get Gary, get Gary, get the negatives out. Bring in Thibault, bring in positive players. Yeah. And, and, then, yeah. and then we had the Warriors game. Obviously, that was a back and forth game the entire mm-hmm. way. Dame, another absurd performance 33 points, 11 assists. I think right now we're seeing probably the best season of Dame's career, which is crazy to say because what is he at now at 31 points? I cannot believe people. I don't think he's ever averaged 31 in his career. um, Yeah, after his injury, remember going to the season here, we were like, is Damian Laird going to play and be his normal self? And I think I was a definite yes, and I always have been. But I don't know, you and West were, I feel like, a little hesitant. Beginning of the season, I was like, we literally did. I think it ended up being like a TikTok. It was like, are we going to – what was the – in or out, it was in or out. Is have we seen the best of Damian Lillard? And I was in, I was out, or I was in because I thought we had, the Damian Lillard wasn't going to have an elite season. I thought that was going to be because he wasn't going to have to have his best season. But I also mm-hmm. just didn't think he was ever going to like get back to that. Like remember that like eight game stretch at the beginning of 2020 where he was like 40, 48, 52. Dame is 41. averaging. Dame is averaging 35 points in 2023. Sheesh. I, this is ridiculous. This is the, and you also, this is the best stretch of his career, in my opinion. Yeah, it could be. And this is, yeah, what he dropped 40 last night, and then the Thunder game also 40. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know if you're about to say it, but I posted something today on the Instagram. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And it's that the fact that Dame is the number one player in points per possession and isolation of the season. He's averaging 1.299 points per possession. The the only person remotely close to him is Kyrie Irving, who is at 1.227. And that is basically, in other words, he is the best one-on-one player in the league right now. And yeah, and I, I, I still think, one. and I think it's crazy to say this, he is underrated right now. Yeah, he is. He's underrated I, right now. I think and, he's, I think he's definitely top, Maybe, okay, I'm not going to say five, but definitely top 10 lock for MVP race, in my opinion. He should but. be, and I don't even think he is, but he, and here's, and, and, and yeah. here's and what he's here, also yeah. just, he's 32. So it's like, we always look at the longevity in the long term of how he's going to, you know, when is he going to decline? And he's 32 and having his best season, even if he were to start declining slowly, like that just shows how big our window is, I guess, when it comes to. Dame, because guards break down, you know, in their early 30s. Yeah. Dame's having his best season at age 32, dude. And the the reason I say he's still underrated is because I, I, I don't even know how it's a conversation, in my opinion. But obviously, Steph gets hurt. He's not starting the All-Star game anymore. And it's Ja Morant that starts over Dame. Even though Ja's averaging, like, 27, he's he's 16 and 16 against the West. But I thought he was fine in the West. He even lost mm-hmm. to the Blazers. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's a thug. Yeah, he thinks he's a thug. No, he's drawing. He, he just he's drawing guns on people. Oh man, that 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 made me mad because I even think Shea deserves it over him more. Shea's averaging thirty. Yeah, Dame is just so much more consistent. Oh my god, oh, man, it, it's this bug can't shoot. Like, it just <laughs> it pisses me off, man. Dame should be ahead. Oh. It's 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 been his whole career, you know. 
I'll say Luca is playing, you know, better than Dame now. I mean, no, yeah, I'm I'm fine with. Okay, I'm fine with that. But like, but like in 2020, 2019, that was the case. But people were putting him over him and be like, Luca deserves the All Star starter spot. Dame has just been snubbed from any All Star related anything All Star related. He's been snubbed every single season of his career, and it pissed me off. And we can't do anything about it. He's oh, averaging he's averaging the third most points in the NBA, like. 35 points in 2023 and he's not yeah he's underrated thank you yeah you, you know you're having an insane season when if you want to bet on his points right now the over under is 36 <laughs> 36 no 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 John Morant starter get that up yeah that that really made me mad but it just it makes you a little disappointed that the Blazers didn't do more this deadline because of how good Dame's playing. But at the same time, I, I really don't think there was a path to getting some star player this deadline. Yeah, I'm sure Joe Cronin was making all the calls, all the big moves. Everyone's yeah. blaming him for not making a big move. when in reality, he was probably doing everything he could. And Joe Cronin said in his press conference exactly what I thought he was doing. He said... We were we we were looking to try to make a big impactful move to get high quality players. None of them worked out, so we pivoted and we wanted to then focus on getting assets that just and trying to win every single deal we did. It's it's really funny because everyone in Portland is was so mad at the Josh Hart deal. They're like, "You traded Josh Hart for Cam Reddish and just a first? Mm-hmm. Everyone outside of Portland is like. The Blazers just did an amazing job. They just got a first-round pick and a guy that everyone knows has potential to be a solid NBA player one day for a guy that they're just going to lose in free agency. So, mm-hmm. for the most part, Joe Cronin, like on each trade, each trade was a good trade for the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't make the big trade that everyone was looking for. But I think this summer is is the time for the Blazers. They If they make the playoffs, they can start trading all their picks in the future that they miss the playoffs they get their lot they have a lottery pick plus that Knicks pick they mm-hmm. can make they can make some big moves hey if, if, if lo and behold we end up missing the playoffs which is like probably more likely than making it mm-hmm. what if the NBA somehow lets us luck into Victor Wimbanyama that's just what if I'm not gonna I, 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 I said we'd start the year five and oh and we did just that so I don't see how that could that could be other okay. I also pose this question. To happen, I pose this question on Twitter and I think Instagram too. If I told, like, obviously when the schedule came out, we were kind of like, oh gosh, we have a tough, we have a really tough schedule at the beginning of the season. Obviously, mm-hmm. we ended up playing a lot better at the beginning of the season than we thought we would. But if I told you right after the preseason ended, when we didn't win a game except for one game against some Israeli team. Mm-hmm. And I told you we were going to be possibly 500 at the trade deadline with the easier half of our schedule coming up and only two games back of the five seed. Would you have signed up for that or would you have said, no, I don't want that. I, I want to, I would rather mm-hmm. risk. It. It's an interesting, it's an interesting question. I think the fact that we, I think we are getting very frustrated with the fact that we're the 11 seed which really sucks right now because we're obviously outside the playoffs. But again, we keep saying it. 
a five game winning streak and we're we're the six seed. The gist is we are we're in a position where we we control what like obviously we control our own destiny, blah blah blah, but we're right in the thick of things. We're right in the thick of things. Yeah, I mean if we were to if you were to tell me we were five hundred at the trade deadline, I'd probably be slightly disappointed because I really did expect this roster to play better. And it's also because we haven't really been injured this year. That's a huge thing. We've been injured every single ah, I no, wanna not really, not I wanna really. I wanna I wanna push back on that, I think. You wanna know, know why man. I wanna push back I, on that? I will I will take any season that's like this in terms of injuries Here, so far. Here's my reasoning on why. Obviously we haven't had the big season ending injury. Knock on knock wood. Knock on wood. You. I'm knocking on wood. Yeah. Let me see it. Do you have your camera? Please. I can't, I can't move that down. All right, that was stupid. All right, anyway, what? But Dame missed what fifteen games, thirteen games. That's he's probably missed a court a, a third of the games. Mm-hmm. No, no. Eh. I think he probably less we're twenty nine. What are we? Twenty nine and twenty nine, or twenty eight yeah. and twenty nine? That's okay. Yeah, a little less, a quarter of the games. Okay. Which obviously, I guess, isn't necessarily a lot. But then we've had we're having nerf. We haven't had the big injury, but we just keep having. We can't get the team fully healthy. We have not played a game this season with every single player available, which might I mean, be think... might be something unrealistic. I don't know, but like, as much as Justice Winslow isn't necessarily like a big name, he's super important to this team because he brings the glue. He's the glue yeah. guy. Gary I mean, Payton, I as much as we were... hate him, he was he was out for two months. Yeah, if you were to rank every NBA team, like first team is the most injured team this season where do you think he put us just a rough estimate probably like what one the, is most injured in, 30 in, somewhere between like 10 and 15 yeah and i would honestly take that i might be I, is, and i might be completely wrong by that too i would well i would guess that too and the thing with that like statistic it's not a statistic it's just a thing i was thinking about but you just don't want to be in that top five like you will do anything to not be in that top five like i think you're in that, that top is, five if you're a team like I don't know, like the Pelicans, where like Zion's been out for a month now, or like Brandon Ingram was out for a while. Anytime your star's out for a long period of time, that can kill your season. Some people deal with it better than others, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. But sure, the injuries could get better. Hey, I, I'm uh, all I'm gonna say is I'm not like too disappointed. I don't know. I guess you bring up a good point how a lot of players have missed a lot of games, but whatever. We're average, and I'll take that because I don't want to be, you know. I don't want to complain about how we're injured and then boom, we get the big injury because that would suck. So, no, I agree with that. Um, um you want to talk about All Star break? We can talk a little bit about All Star break. Um, first off, Damon Ant in the three point contest. Yes, sir. Are, are, do you do you think one of the two wins? Obviously, I think Dame's going to win. Let's go. Come on, man. Who okay. do you think you're talking to? Who's you, playing? You think, Who else? It's Dame Ant. I saw Jason Tatum's in it. I saw I don't Kevin know, Herter's. Kevin Herter's in it. Um, you know, Dame's probably like not the best wide open three point shooter because literally oh, I every saw, I, shot he takes I, is I like contest, Here we contested. Here It is Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, Tyler Hero. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard, Anthony Simons, and Lowry Markkinen. Yeah, it's so, gonna be a tough competition, but I think that that's interesting. I, I if I actually were to 
I think Dame's the like shooter in that group, think, straight up. So I'm gonna say Dame. I think Dame does some have reason, the I feel like chance to win. I don't think Dame. I think I think Simons has a better chance to win than Dame. For some reason, I feel like Dame. Like like you just said, Dame doesn't hit wide open shots, and Dame has been in the three point contest before. And if I remember correctly, he didn't perform that well. Mm, maybe just small sample size. I don't know. Maybe. But if but... Simons wins, he'll now be a dunk contest winner and a three point contest winner. I don't know if anyone's ever yeah. done that. You never know. Obviously, no sharp, know, but... no sharp in the dunk contest anymore, which is very that disappointing. Sucks. Because obviously he had that huge hammer down. But ever since he made that announcement that he wanted to focus on the second half of the season, he, yeah, he has, has played been... really well, yeah. and he looks like just a much more comfortable player. He's gone 13 points, 13 points, and 15 points in his past three games. And he mm-hmm. shot over 50% from the field and 50% from three in all three of those games. He is playing yep. really sound basketball and he's making the smart play. Last night, I think he had his most assist ever. I think he had four assists, maybe five assists. He had a couple steals last night. He He's arg- honestly making an argument to possibly move into the starting lineup. Because right now, right now with Grant out, again, they're starting Matisse and Cam Reddish. But I think you probably, I don't know about lineups, but I'm just saying maybe not the starting lineup. He's playing himself into a lot more minutes, I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, even if we weren't to keep him, if we were to trade him for that insane win-now player that we need, like his value is so high right now, so high. Not even 20 years old and he's doing all of this. Are you kidding me? And like, other than Dame, he's probably the best player on our team for his age. Like, I don't know if you can correlate that graph, like how you even measure <laughs> he that. Probably is. He, pro- he like, probably is. But like, he is insane. And not only, because, okay, I think our expectations when we first got him were like here and knew they're here, but he's also just improving so much faster. than. Yeah, I had no expectations for him well. his first year because I knew how raw of a of a prospect he was not playing at all like this this kid didn't play in college i say this kid he's i guess he might be younger than me honestly he's probably around my age he's like exactly. three months older than you oh you know his birthday march i think yeah shiloh probably has memorized it but yeah. <laughs> it's uh i think he's he's exceeding my expectations at least for his rookie year and everyone's who's yeah come on Obviously, everyone has high hopes for him, but I didn't expect him to actually put together something like this, um, his rookie season. So that's been an encouraging thing. And I think that's just why I'm so optimistic about this team right now. I'm not going to lie. Going into that game last night, I was like, we are, we're not, we probably are going to lose to the Lakers. I was thinking we were going to lose because. Starting Cam Reddish and Matisse Thibel, two players that kind of got kicked to the curb at their last franchises. Mm-hmm. Not a good look. On top of that, starting Drew Eubanks at center, who we still know is not a starting center, as good as he's played. He's not a starting center. But we obviously have this one game left before the All-Star break. It's already started probably at this point. And yeah, it's 2-2. Cam Reddish makes a layup. Beautiful. If we win this game... Vibes are great going into the All-Star break. You get like five days or probably a whole week to just relax, get healthy, and 
honestly gel as a team, get these new guys in there. Chauncey's going to have plenty of time to figure out what he wants his rotations to be, who he wants to start. Mm-hmm. And I think we could, we realistically could really hit the ground running hard coming out of the all-star break. I want to look at our schedule mm-hmm. coming out of the all-star break. We go Kings, Rockets, Warriors. Kings, Rockets, Warriors. Winnable games, and we're playing the Wizards tonight. We should we should be them. You guys know the result as we're watching this. At least if you're not in the Wizards situation, playing someone 60 million to be a 10 seed. Oh, wait. That's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, also, by the way, next week, I will be attending the Hawks. Not next week. Wow. No. Uh, next month. You're going beginning to of March. Game, beginning of March. Uh-huh. When the Hawks go to the... Uh, what's, the what's the arena called? State Farm? State Farm oh. Arena. Oh, oh, it is State Farm. What's Houston? Oh, Houston's Toyota. Houston's Toyota. Toyota, yeah. Um, oh, Mr. Center Ranker? Mr. Arena Ranker? Uh, hopefully we be. Fun fact, my dad played with the Wizards head coach in Johns Hopkins in D3 college basketball. Oh, Unsell Jr.? Uh, Wes Unsell Jr., yeah, I think. Wes, was yeah, Wes something. Yeah. Anyway, quick little fun fact there. Um, um, okay, let's, let's – I don't know if – I, I want to go ahead and I'll pull up those predictions again, okay? All right. That we have. You want to hear some records now. So, Cole, the Wizards game is technically still going, so I can't update that. But I said we were going to go 4 0 this week. We're currently Mm -hmm. 2 1. We obviously beat the Warriors and Lakers, so that's two wins for me. My record is now 4 5 pending this uh, Wizards game. West, we'll go ahead and say what West did. He said we were going to beat the Warriors, beat the Thunder, lose to the Lakers. And beat the Wizards. He um goes to so he got one exactly right. So he goes to three and six. Yikes. Cody, you came in one and five. <laughs> Haven't yeah, given them perfectly right. Cody said we were gonna lose to the Wizards. Mm-hmm. We beat the or or lose to the Warriors, I mean. We mm-hmm. beat the Warriors. Cody said we would beat the Thunder. We lost to the Thunder. Cody said we would lose to the Lakers. <laughs> So Cody goes to a whopping one and eight. <laughs> no, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Cody says hey. we are gonna beat the Wizards tonight. Hey, so... I said I said we were gonna go one and two because I know it'd be we would be wrong, so that way we would actually win our games. It's I'm playing chess, not checkers, guys. Come on. I love it. Cut I love slack. it. Thanks. Um, okay, but I don't have the schedule pulled up. Let me pull it up real quick. The games we got. But come on, who would bet? Oh no, wait. We have no, we have no, we have no games before the next podcast, so there are no predictions to do. There are no predictions. Just have the All Star break. How about some All Star predictions? I don't even know. Will we do it? Will we do an All Star pod? Then we probably still will. Going over how Dame did, maybe or three point. I don't know. Or we'll do some talk for the predictions for the second half of the season. All Star predictions. What do you mean by that? I don't know, just who thinks going to win. I don't know the contestants for any of the events. I mean, you said the three-point Okay, contest. well, like dunk, I said, I'm going for a dunk contest is one of the middest dunk contests of all time without Sharp now. It's Trey Murphy the third from the Pelicans. Is Jericho Sims from the Knicks. Talking mm-hmm. about two just the young, just mid-roll players right now. Obviously, they do some things well, I guess, but not supposed to be in the dunk contest name-wise. Mac McClung, who's in the G League, Mm-hmm. Mac McClung. Yeah. I've okay. Honestly, he's a he. He he went like famous for like high school mixtapes, and he was one of those guys that like he's got he's white and he has some crazy hops. So and you had to mention he was white. Huh? Interesting. Because that's kind of what makes him so 
Never mind. Never mind. Um, and then I forget who the last person is in the dunk contest. Let me see. Oh, Chin Sharp, why? It's fine. Hey, if it means he's going to play like he's playing right now, I'm all for it. Sure, I would have loved to see him, but... Come on, that's no correlation. Uh, The last one is Kenyon Martin Jr., who, believe it or not... He was pretty good. I don't know if you remember this at at all. Mm -hmm. We went to that Les Schwab Invitational, I think it was 2020, right before COVID. He was on Sierra Canyon, and we saw him play. I don't remember him. Yeah, so... You can throw it down. I'm not going to predict that, but... Yeah, who knows? Do you that's, think that's uh, just a name draw from a hat? Do you think Dame gets uh, a lot of minutes? I think you could argue Dame does. I, don't, I really don't know. All Star Game, honestly, I don't. I haven't watched the actual All Star Game in like a long time. But... Yeah, I rarely watch the actual All Star Game either. I, I just watch the dunk contest and the dunk contest. Events. Like as much as people say, like the dunk contest is dying because obviously it is, which is tough. Yeah. It's also because. There's only so many dunks a human can possibly do. We've we've done this now for like 30 plus years. Like the ideas were running out. So I think it's still entertaining. Three point contest is cool. It's not not a, not insane. Where is All Star? This... It's in Utah. Mm, cool. So yeah. yeah. Hopefully yeah. the Blazers come out of this game tonight with a W. That would. That would be huge. That would be absolutely Speed huge. Score. It is eleven to seven. Eleven seven. Dame had a three. A it's freaking Tingus Pingus, who I swear always goes off against the Blazers. Prince He's got Zingus. nine already. But mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to just everyone that's listened, watched, followed on any social media platform or YouTube. The last week or two has been one of the most like successful weeks of this channel's existence i gotta say that was one of the 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 reviewing the trailblazers trade deadline podcast was one of the most viewed podcasts we've ever posted we're now Mm -hmm. two subscribers away from three thousand. we made a big like 60 subscriber jump in the last week and then on instagram we're a little over 300 under 300 away from 300 followers and yeah. that has that jumped like 200 followers the last two weeks. So shout yeah, out to you guys. Awesome. Spotify is even actually like we got like 70 listeners on Spotify, which I for some reason Spotify views just are not as good as YouTube. But... No, obviously they're not as good, but like 70 views feels so. so I I feel like if people if people listen to our podcast on Spotify, that's so cool. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's awesome. I don't know why. And our, and our TikToks probably, I'd say, a month away from 10K. So that's also oh, a big milestone. Okay. Ooh, ooh, okay. Well, back to you guys. Thank you. Thank you for all that. Yeah. Big time rumor going around Portland and the basketball team. I don't know if you saw this at all. Mm-hmm. There's reportedly a Blazers player dating Kendall Jenner, who notoriously has dated players and they've ended up being not they've ended up uh like going on cold streaks while they're dating her notoriously ben simmons jeremy grant's reportedly dating kendall jenner what which is just so weird and it's it's really it's kendall jenner getting passed yay hey hey dating all these nba players i'm not saying anything (laughs) 
Uh, well, Jeremy's also kind of like slowed down from three ever since I became a rumor. So. <laughs> That's just the down. funny thing. And he got a concussion. Coincidence? I think not. But uh, I, I probably did didn't even. I did, probably didn't even men- need to mention that. But all right, I you know this is funny. this is. Hey, this is pretty stupid. It shows you how little I actually care about um, female model celebrities. But can you explain to me who Kendall Jenner is? You know Kim Kardashian. Yes, obviously. It's her sister, I think. Her sister. Okay. She's like, and do you know who like Bruce Jenner is or Caitlyn Jenner? The so guy. It's OJ, like the guy. The OJ lawyer's daughter's sister. OJ. OJ's lawyer was Kardashian. Oh, he was. I didn't even know that. I didn't know how the Kardashians got famous in the first place. Well, I do know Caitlyn Jenner, who's like the first notorious trans person. Is like her dad, but her dad is obviously now a woman. Yeah, I don't care. About it's the Kardashians, topic. but she she's like, if you looked up Kendall Jenner on a Instagram, she has like a, over two hundred and seventy six million followers. She's like one yeah. of the most followed people on Instagram. And I still barely know them. Is that more than Ronaldo and King James? That I think Ronaldo cool. and Messi are the two most, but she's probably top five. She has yeah. 276. King James has. Come on, let's be honest. Rip City Rundowns. King James has 146. So Rip she's City almost doubled him. Watch out, Kendall. Rip City Rundowns going on the grind for followers. We're going to pass you, Mike. Yeah, but. A few years. I don't, I don't know what she does. She's just famous. Maybe she's. I think she might be a model. But I, I just saw a lot of people complaining because they're like, that's why Jeremy's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's so well, tough. Didn't D-Book date her? I'm going to pull up a list of players that have dated her. I think a list. Me. Yeah. NBA players who have dated Kendall Jenner. Wow. How <laughs> many? There's six on here. Six? Seven. Not Seven. including Jeremy. So we have D'Angelo uh-huh. Russell when uh-huh. he was with the Lakers. You want to know what happened after that? He notoriously got traded because he was playing bad. <laughs> Chandler Parsons, who went on to retire. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson, who has been a good NBA player. Blake Griffin in 2017. Broke up in 2018. He fell off after 2018. Absolutely fell off after 2018. Uh, ben Simmons. Wow, we don't need to talk about that. Probably the Kyle biggest fall off. Kyle Kuzma. He was getting a lot of hate on the Lakers. Was it the year 2020, probably? Uh, 2019. Yep, right before. And then well, Devin, got... Devin Booker, who went on to lose in the finals while they were dating and get absolutely blown out in Game 7 yeah, against, the, against the Rockets. Or not Rockets, yeah. against the Mavericks. That's that's probably They, were da- they dated for a while, though. She but she, she just she loves NBA players. Booker thought he was getting two rings that summer, but he got zero. And then Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was probably not really that relevant to speak on, but I thought it was funny. And yeah, if it funny. is true, it is also just funny. If That's why he's he struggled a little bit. But I think that's all we got for this mm-hmm. uh, episode. West will be back next, next podcast. And also, me and Wes just recorded the first episode of the new podcast. Doesn't have a name yet. 
Uh, I put something on Instagram to see if people wanted to drop any names. I don't know if anyone did. We got one person mm-hmm. said off the trail, which is a very interesting name because it's like we're that's off the tra- we're off the trailblazers topics. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. I like that's that. a very interesting name, and that's something we'll have to discuss. But it'll kind of be always West on that podcast, and he'll bring in me and Cody every once in a while, probably mm-hmm. rotate every week, but. We talk about Super Bowl halftime shows and just the Super Bowl in general. So be on the lookout for that. Probably dropping at the end of this week sometime. So that's it. Make sure to go follow the Instagram and Twitter. Go listen on Spotify if you uh, prefer that. And then like this video on YouTube. We'll see you in the next podcast uh, next week. Peace.